Hello, and welcome back to Not Your Basic Influencers. We're two mental health professionals influencing you on the shit that matters most. You can find us on Instagram at Not Your Basic Influencers. Let's jump in. We are live. Okay, so welcome back to Not Your Basic Influencers. Today we are talking about boundaries, and it was actually chosen based on our poll. So that's the topic. Boundaries. So I think it's a great topic because I think people talk about it a lot. It's kind of like another buzzword where we throw it around and it's in a lot of posts and it's like advice that therapists give to their clients all the time is like, what are your boundaries? Are you asserting your boundaries? So I think it's a great topic because I think we could easily, I think we could break it down into different, like different ways to assert. Yeah. Like different types of boundaries and different ways to assert boundaries or when you when I guess the question could be like, when should you, or when do you, when is it appropriate to assert boundaries? And I think it's funny because you said it, that we do talk a lot about boundaries and it is very much like a buzzword and understanding like what that even means is I was thinking about this before. And I like the idea of thinking of it, like, just like you would any other boundary, right? It's just like a line drawn in the sand basically. So like, I like, I read somewhere, it's a line between like where you and, and another person begins. Um, like that. So that's like a nice way, like a little visual for you to kind of yeah. to have, imagine like what that looks like. And I think like, yeah, I think the visuals, visual is important because it's like a concrete thing. It's almost like makes it more real because it's pretty abstract. And like, you know, you could say I'm going to set boundaries, but if you don't actually like implement it, it's not, I mean, it won't serve its perfect purpose, I guess. So I think like, well, let's start with when you should set boundaries. Like what would prompt one to decide like, this is probably a good time to set boundaries. So this is one where I would say, personally speaking, boundaries are like my 2020 goal. Like that has been my, probably the most work I've ever done on myself in that area because I was realizing, and so I'm sure if many people listening can relate, like all the areas things that were happening in relationships, the way I was feeling, all these different things of like, that were pretty good indicators of something's got to change. Like what's going on here? So I think that for people listening, like it's probably a good idea to recognize that you might need to be setting more boundaries when you're feeling resentful towards people, when your relationships are constantly making you feel drained, or like, if you think of like, you know, I hate this, no cliche, but people filling our buckets and us filling other people's buckets. Like, yeah, you feel like you're just like walking around with the pitcher and filling everybody else's cup up and you're over there like parched. Parched. <laughs> <laughs> so parched. You're so parched. Dehydrated. You're you're past the point of needing to set a boundary. Like you should right. have set a boundary like yeah. two uh pictures ago. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. And I think if you ever have to, like, if you're ever even like, it kind of actually what Courtney said last time, like if you're considering something, if you're like thinking about it, if it's coming up, there, there's something there that I guess, like, honestly, I think our, tuition, our intuitions are so like, so accurate. And I think it's really important to trust our gut and like, we're, we know ourselves super well. So if you have this like inclination, like I, you know, something doesn't feel right. Or like I I'm, I'm becoming more and more drained around this person or the situation, or yeah, I'm feeling more resentful or angry or less patient. And you're kind of reflecting like, how can I like feel less, (laughs) 
less anxious or resentful or angry. I think, and you're just even considering like, well, like what would a boundary look like? I think that's, that's definitely like a sign that it could be beneficial. So really like being aware of yourself, like you said, like kind of like whether you're feeling like energized or more drained. And then also just like, if you're like toying with the idea and just kind of like reflecting on it, I think that's an indicator. And I know that in, and with everything that we talk about, right, this is such a, a common denominator in every conversation that we have. But I think that, the, again, the relationships we grew up around and like the way we saw people set boundaries or not set boundaries plays a huge role um, in boundaries. And I think that there's a fine line in boundaries and codependency, like all of this kind of like relates to each other. And it's such an important thing that I wish like there was a full class on and when you're in school, because it's, it's, I mean, people yeah. don't really talk about it. Like, and I think that these are things that ideally should be happening from like a really young age. Yeah. Cause then it's hard. Like, so if the status quo is that we're all in each other's business all the time and we don't have any like boundaries, any limits, and there's really no, like, I'll just say like a family and a family, like you don't have like a, like your own sense of self or like, you don't feel like your needs are important. You're just always consuming yourself with your family and this could be like, since we were, you were young with your own parents, like not, not necessarily even right now, but I mean, if you're, if that's like the, the status quo, it's hard to even know what it would look like or feel like with boundaries too. So it's almost like you, you might feel drained and you might feel like this isn't working or this isn't helpful or there's gotta be a different way. But if that's the status quo, it's really hard sometimes to recognize that, that there could be something different. Like there could be a different way. But you're right. Like, I think it's totally, it's like, yeah, we'll go back to like your earlier childhood experiences. Like, what did that look like with your siblings, with your parents, like with extended family, right? And something I think we could talk about too is like culture. Like, and I know folks from certain culture, like there's an expectation. It's like, you know, it's, it's us, not you. Like there's no, in, you know, there's no individual. You take care of your family first. You put their, their needs first. Like you are not in, an individual. Well, not you're not an individual, but you're part of this family. Like that's the priority. And so then if that's like the family culture, um, it's hard. It's a lot, of, it's really hard for people then to like assert themselves in that way. Cause then it, then it feels selfish almost. Right. So it's like a lot of people think have a hard time deciphering like, is this for like self-preservation or self-care or is this really selfish and self-indulgent even, you know? Well, and, and you just hit the nail on the head. I think that that we so often hear those messages that sometimes like setting boundaries is mean and maybe not in those words, right? But people say when you, when you find yourself setting a boundary and people think that it's mean or people think that you're being selfish. Um, and I think what's, good about the boundaries piece is that it's going to weed out the people that are like in your life for the long reasons. And, and it's hard. And if you're a people pleaser, mm -hmm. um, if you've experienced enmeshment in your family, like and codependency, this is really, really hard. I think it's really hard to, to be comfortable in setting this. And I've always been impressed by people that are really good at this. And I can see why people reflect and think like, gosh, that person's kind of like harsh. Um, and I just think it's like kind of like walking a tightrope. There's such a fine line of like, mm -hmm. okay, holding boundaries, but not being rigid. Right. right. Like it's not black and white, like understanding that it's always going to be gray and it's give and take and um, it's flexible. Yes. So it's like this line in the sand, but there's like room for like flexibility or like, a, you know, there's circumstances where you might 
your needs might be second. Like it's, it's like for your child, right? Like you're gonna like prioritize your child, for example, or like an emergency comes up, right? Like those there are circumstances where you where you're going to put another person's needs first or feel like you want to make this exception or be more flexible. I yeah. Yeah, it's not super cut and dry. Let me ask you, Leah, because we're all about that self-disclosure. Like on a scale of one to ten, ten being like you are a boundaries badass, where would you say you're at? I love the scaling. I would say I would say I'm at like an eight. Wow. I but I wasn't no, that was I was like, I'm I don't think I've always been that way. And I think so I think this is I mean <laughs> You can do boundaries can be like, and I think we should talk about boundaries within ourselves too, but like with other people, like your interpersonal relationships, that's when boundaries are really important with like friendships, with partners, with family. Um, for me as an adult, like I started figuring out I needed to assert boundaries with like friends. Um, and so I'm like a really people pleasing in some way, but I think I'm just like very like giving and like when I see someone in hurt, like if it's hurting or in pain, like naturally, I mean, I think we both probably like in this feels like we just, we just want to be there as a support and like give ourselves to someone and like lend our shoulder and just like let, you know, and I, and I think that's wonderful to have that quality because I feel like we all need more of it in the world at the same time, it can be so draining. And I think when you become an adult, you start realizing you can kind of, you can be more intentional with who your friends are. And so, and you actually said something, right? Like, um, well, you mentioned like the discomfort of setting a boundary and I, or like people reacting. And I think if what I've learned and what I tell a lot of clients too, is if there's, if someone's protesting the boundary, that means the boundary needs to be there. That's like an indicator that like, if they're fighting it, resisting it, that's for me. Like, I think that reflects that there, there needs to be some type of boundary. Absolutely. And that's, I love, there's that saying that's like the people, let me see if I can get this right. <laughs> the people who react the strongest to you setting a boundary are probably the people that benefited the most from you not having them. Yes. And it's so true. Like, I mean, and, and I think taking it even per, oh my gosh, even further than interpersonal relationships, like even just work, right? Like setting boundaries. Yes. Um, it is very easy to be taken advantage of in a work setting and then be rewarded. Yes. Not setting boundaries. So it's, it's interesting how it can totally just start feeding into itself. Yeah. I think that's, so yeah, that's actually a really good point. So that's what I did with friends. I started realizing like, a, like, I think too, as you get an adult, you become to be, you become more more aware of your priorities, like your values, like what you want in your life. Is it taking, is it, is it draining you or is it like filling you up? And it's always a give and take. Like, it's always like some days you're going to be giving and other days, you, you know what I mean? Like other days, um, I don't say taking, but you're going to be borrowing, you know, and like leaning on people. And so as an adult, I started realizing, okay, I need to like, I do need to set boundaries. Like I need with some friends. And I think that that ended some friendships, but honestly, it was a positive thing. Cause there were times then where I would start getting texts or calls and it would become super like anxiety provoking because there was like, I knew I would be giving and only giving and that it was like very much just like, I don't know. It was, it was so draining. And it also just felt like then the friendship, it wasn't a friendship. It felt very much one-sided. And so that's when I started realizing that. And then you mentioned with work, 
and I, I wanted to ask you this question about the scaling, but with work for me, it's true. It's like, and especially in this field, it's very like you're in the social work field. They're kind of like, this is just it. This is the nature of the job. Like you just, you know, you grind and it sometimes is really shitty and you'll feel really bad at the end of the day and there'll be a burnout. And that's just part of, <laughs> that's part of it. Like that's just kind of like the expectation and you will overwork and you won't get paid for overtime. And that's just part of the culture. And it's kind of like, so then you kind of almost accept it. And like, it's almost like you take it on as like a martyr, like, yeah, like I'm doing this and it's part of the culture and I'm just doing my job. Yes. So I feel that there. And I feel like that's, yeah, I think, so I want to ask you, like, where are you on that scale of one to 10, the badass boundary implementer at, at 10? I would say currently I'm probably at like a 7.5 and that's really good. Though, I would say I was probably at a two, like it is a world of difference. Um, just like a interest, I think this will like give you a good glimpse. And I, I know we're sharing a lot in this episode and I actually hope it's just to help people relate because mm-hmm. everybody I talk to, like, you may not even realize that you're not setting boundaries and on, and we'll talk about this, but on the flip end, I think it's also important that once you start setting boundaries yourself, you also start recognizing other people's and respecting other people's or almost like playing a role in helping people to identify theirs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to rewind to like, what, what year was, um, Route 91, 2018, 2017. Wait, what's the question? Uh, Route 91, the shooting at Vegas. Oh, oh, oh. I, yeah, I think 17 or 18. It was 17. So I had um, my sister-in-law there and one of my best friends there. And at the same time, I had a family member, an immediate family member going through like a crisis mm-hmm. uh, that was taking up a lot of time. And my son at this point was like seven or eight months old. I was working for CPS. And I mean, I just remember like, I have a friend actually that we joke about this. There was like the month of October was completely hell for me. And I have never felt more drained. And after Route 91 happened, the day both people got home, I went and sat, I mean, I brought them both flowers and I sat and I listened to like their horror stories back to back while the news is on in the background. Then later that night i'm like dealing with the crisis and then i'm writing court reports and staying up till two in the morning and getting back up and commuting to and from work in san diego and working you know 10 to 14 hour days my son rolled off the bed it was just like horrific and long story short i just in hindsight now would do things so different i can still support those same people love on those same people get my work done but set more boundaries, one, not do it all at once Mm -hmm. to pay attention to like not taking on other people's stuff. And I think that that's such a common thing that people do. Like, and I like that whole saying, like, what are you carrying? That's not yours. Mm -hmm. Um, If you feel like you are feeling other people's feelings, like empathy is one thing. And then like a straight up lack of boundaries is another where you're taking on everything they're feeling. Like, I feel like I was feeling everybody else's stuff. Um, so it's, it's been, it's interesting because I think even though there's been progress in the boundaries area now, and I'm sure a lot of people can feel this too, like 
there's still a huge part of me that's forever a recovering people pleaser. And I have a really, really hard time with feeling disliked or mm -hmm. feeling um, like, oh, I could have done more. But the reality is I can't give 100% to everybody all the time in every area. And so um, I really have to like pick and choose. Like I, I had heard this, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, metaphor or whatever, but this mom was basically talking about like, the balls that she juggles mm -hmm. and I don't remember it's like plastic balls or glass balls and like which ones do you let drop sometimes and just making sure the glass ones don't drop and that to me is like my kids my family like mm -hmm. so the things like what's most important what can I let go because can't do it all you know can I ask what help do you get from a two mm -hmm. to a 7.5 well as you can see it took about three years um, <laughs> Well, that's huge. I, part of it, I think with adding like a second baby into the mix. So for everyone listening that doesn't know me, <laughs> um, I have a four-year-old and a now almost 10 month old. Um, so like just figuring out, like I had to adjust things, but also this pandemic, I know it's like been completely shitty, but I think it's just allowed for a lot of like self-reflection and um, just kind of sitting back and seeing like what are areas I need to work on to grow and, and finding like, you know, you, when you start noticing that you're doing certain things or, um, okay. Like the best way I can put it. So I, I, I'm going to butcher her name. I think it's Nidra or Nedra on, um, Instagram. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, she's like the boundaries expert, but she like her posts. I'm always like, Oh my gosh. So, okay. So I'm just going to actually read through these. So her name is Nidra and then her last name T A W W A B. So she's like a boundaries expert. So this says her post says before I had healthy boundaries, I would wait for people to figure out what I needed allow people to borrow money that I couldn't afford to loan, easily say yes to things I didn't have time to do, spend money without considering my finances, allow people to borrow items and not return them, offer to help in cases where I did not have the capacity, do what people wanted without considering my own needs, tell people what was best for them, make myself available to people when I didn't have the time, and often feel resentful towards people for asking me to help and then mad at myself for doing it. So seeing stuff like that from all the mental health experts that are on Instagram and stuff. I think it's just so helpful to like recognize you're like, Oh, maybe this is something I'm dealing with that I didn't even know I, you know, was struggling with. And I like that she lists it and gives all the examples or ways like, or like behaviors, I guess when like, or I guess patterns and things that are associated with a lack of boundaries because it's different for everyone. And so like, I, like a couple of those, I'm like, oh, that resonates with me where others are like, not so much, but I mean, cause it, it's, it, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's such a broad term. So it's different for everyone. And it's also like, it's a based on the relationships or situations or work life. Like it can be, a, you know, and you could actually have pretty good boundaries with your family and then not great boundaries with your partner. Right. Like, it's like, you, it's not like it's all, it, I guess applies to every aspect of your life. So I love that. And I think when people start to recognize, like a lot of the times our fear of setting boundaries, right. Again, comes back to if it's a people pleasing piece, which I think it often is like, okay, then they're not going to like me or they're not going to show up for me, or I'm going to lose this relationship or whatever, um, is remembering and, and kind of like 
trial and error, seeing what happens when you set those boundaries. Like, mm -hmm. like you talked about, you may lose some friendships, but I actually think it's going to help strengthen a lot of the other relationships you have because you have more capacity then to give more intentionally, to like listen to yourself more, like you'll feel more at peace within yourself. Um, so it actually ends up doing more good, but until you are in it and kind of like take that jump to like try it, I don't know if you will necessarily like understand that. So there's, um, Brene Brown has this mantra that, I mean, she has a lot of mantras, but one of my favorites that I've been using, it's funny, I've been referencing it like so many clients and it, I don't know why, but this one recently just has come up because I think it's applicable for like boundaries, but other situations, but like choose, or it's like, um, discomfort over resentment. Mm -hmm. So choosing that the option that might be uncomfortable and might be awkward and might cause maybe some rift or conflict over resentment, like long-term resentment. And that could be towards yourself or other people. Mm -hmm. And I really think that could apply. I mean, that's just, it's so many people have like, it's like, it's kind of looking like, I think we're so fearful of the reactions of others. And especially now we have a really hard time communicating because of like where we're at with technology and social media. And like, I don't think people are communicating as authentically. And so when you, and boundaries sometimes require like, not even like explanation, but just being assertive and um, communicating. And we're not used to that anymore these days, or it's becoming less and less, people are hiding behind their phones, I believe. So I feel like the idea of discomfort and like being assertive and approaching something head on is, is not desirable because <laughs> it's uncomfortable. So then you're avoiding this for the longest time, but then it builds resentment. Like, I feel like I had resentment towards myself because I wasn't being truthful with where I was at with those friends. And then also almost resentment towards them. Like how can you continue taking and taking or not, not, how are you unaware of like this dynamic, like this, like one-sided dynamic. So it becomes like, so this is build up of resentment. So I mean, I think I figured it was uncomfortable to set boundaries and be assertive, but long-term, like I don't have that anxiety anymore related to those relationships. Like I, I have, and I think like, I always talk about like protecting your inner peace and like, that's what boundaries are for too. Like that's so important and it's not selfish. Like you can't tend to other people's needs or be there for people if you don't take care of yourself. And so I think boundaries are part of that. Um, yeah. You talked about inner peace and I love the saying of like, we're doing this a lot in this one. Um, you know, it was basically like somebody like talking to their therapist and the therapist said, oh, how did it go? If you, if you're so basically like worried or busy trying to keep the peace around you or keep the calm around you, what happens to the peace within you? Yeah. Like, yeah. So great. Everything around you could look great. You're taking care of everybody. You're given a hundred percent at work. You're, you know, just, great in every way, but you're probably like dying inside and like miserable. And, you know, and I think too, like when we, again, when we start to set boundaries, we start to recognize when other people are doing it and take it different. And, and I know you touched on this, but how other people respond to your boundaries has nothing to do with you and has everything to do with them. And 
chances are if they're having a strong reaction to you setting a boundary, they probably don't have any themselves. Um, so I love this idea of like, you know, we all have crappy days and we go to talk to our friends, but even just this idea of like, Hey, in, in your own words, but like, do you have the capacity to like, let me dump on you for a minute? Can I like, because I don't think we always do that. And you don't know what kind of day somebody's had. You don't know what's going on in their life. I mean, especially as like adults, like you're just navigating so many different waters. And so I think it's helpful to be, you know, having those conversations like, cause that just shows that you, you know, even if somebody else didn't draw the line or set that boundary that like you want to respect them. And I think it gives people kind of the okay to know that they can draw that line with you. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. And I think it's, so it's, I even like, and I joke with my friends, like sometimes I won't answer the phone, like especially for a long day of work. A lot of people like to talk on the phone at the end of the day. And I do too occasionally, but sometimes I'm like, I have zero like energy to give, not even to even like, listen, like I have, I have just, there's no space. Like I just, I it can't, mm -hmm. and it's not personal. And so I've like, I mean, I told my friends that like I followed up and I've been like, Hey, it's totally not personal. It's just been a long day. Like I'm not not tending to my phone right now, not responding to texts. Like I'll, we'll, ch we'll check in tomorrow. And I mean, if they're, you know, if they're good friends and, you know, they are able to like engage in perspective taking, I mean, usually they're, they're cool with it. And it's like the same thing. It's like, if I were to call someone and they were distracted or busy and like, Hey, can we talk later? Like, I'm not offended by it. Cause I totally get it. Like I, you know, has there been a time that like somebody has set a boundary with you that maybe you took as like mean at first or like aggressive. And then after like a little bit of insight, I don't know, you took it different. I'm trying to think of a specific example. I am really sensitive. So I do think sometimes too, but I don't know if that's bound, but I mean, sometimes like, you know, I'm just thinking of like um, work situations where I don't know if it's like, someone's unavailable to speak or like, you know, they're swamped and they can't check in or just chit chat. And then they kind of will like close the door. That's like bare boundary they set. Um, I think typically previously I would have been super sensitive to that. Like, and not even like confronted them, but been like, Oh, like I would almost internalize it and be like, did I do something wrong? And like, kind of like spiral in my head. But I think like, honestly, it's not that bad these days. And I think it's like, okay, like that, you know, they're in, they're doing their own thing. And it's, it's more, I don't know. I think it's just like, kind of, I think, and then I think part of that though, is like self-esteem and like really <laughs> feeling more confident in yourself and self-assured. And that that's also part of the process of setting boundaries and, and being able to respect boundaries is like having confidence and having like a, a strong, like sense of self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's all, it's all connected. Right. So even as you're talking about that, I was like, oh, you're over here doing like cognitive behavioral therapy on yourself of like <laughs> reframing your thoughts, like <laughs> challenging your negative thinking. Yeah. But it's true because it does, I think for people listening, it's important to know that it's going to bring up like funky feelings at times. Um, so like it's a, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's like, it's like a, I think a lot of people take it as rejection yeah. versus space and someone having a bad day or needing time or, um, being distracted and just not feeling like 
available like that like the the example of me like in the car like not wanting to talk to anyone like I couldn't be available like I couldn't be present Mm -hmm. and so that wouldn't be fair even for me to talk you know what I mean to answer a phone call or call call a friend because I couldn't I wouldn't be in the space right to like really be present and you're gonna give like a half-assed conversation yeah and I hate when people do that like I hate when people you know I'd rather much rather people like be like let me call you tomorrow. Or like, can we talk later? I would, I mean, cause that that's fair. And then also then I'm and then, cause I think it's kind of like, I mean, we, there's that, we're talking like Instagram so much, but like, you know, Caitlin Riley, who does like the over, like, like the reflective yep. listening therapist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, and I feel like that's when people are half listening and that's, I can't stand that shit. Can't stand it. And so I'd, <laughs> I'd rather someone be engaged, including myself. Like I'd rather be present and really listening, taking in information versus like half-assing it and like overly reflective listening. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, I'm gonna totally put you on the spot. So edit this out if you don't want it. Um, For people that are maybe listening that are like, okay, yeah, I know I probably need to be better at setting boundaries. Like obviously this is a hot topic if most people voted for this one. Where would you suggest they start? So I think I always go back to values, like what's important to you. And because I think that's grounding. Cause I I think if there's, especially if you're feeling guilt or like uncertainty about whether or not it's okay for you to set boundaries or like kind of like worrying about the repercussions or like the reactivity by someone, it's like, if you can ground yourself in the reason, right? So like, for example, we'll talk about like work-life balance. Cause I feel like, yeah, I totally was there, especially my first, like my first couple jobs. Well, my, yeah. After graduate school, it was like, you, you're, I don't know. I feel like that's when you're, you know, accruing hours and all that. They kind of work you like workhorses essentially. Cause they can. And I feel like, so with that, for example, like there's this weird, like people pleasing, like that's kind of like a value, like wanting to go above beyond, but it's also like, fear-based and not wanting to get in trouble and like, you know what I mean? Wanting to be perceived in a certain light and wanting to, um, you know, do right for your supervisor and like, just like, I don't know. So, but when you like really think about it, like I'm not sleeping, like I'm up till like, you know, 12 AM doing work. Like I don't have a social life. I'm not eating very well. Like you're like, you know, for me, like if we're using that as an example, like my sleep is so important. Like my, like eating regularly, exercising regularly, like those are important to me. And so when I saw those like being compromised, it was kind of recognizing I needed to change. So it's really reflecting on what's important to you. And I think that's super helpful. And it's more, it's more, mo- gosh, motivating, can't speak. So it's motivating. Cause if you are able to like identify what's at stake almost, it makes a lot more sense. Like it, it really is like, it's okay. Okay. There's a purpose. Like this is something I need to do versus it being selfish. Like this is, it's all tied to what's important to you. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. No. And, and like in hearing, I think the examples are actually really helpful because it is, it does come back to that. And I, and I'm a big, I think it's important to touch here because I'm definitely not rigid in boundaries and And I definitely have met people where I'm like, okay, that's a strong boundary. And like, that's, hey, good for them. But I think this is where it needs to be flexible because 
I'm a hard worker. Like I, I, uh, it's important for me to put in good work. It's important for me to still dealing with my people pleasing, be recognized as a good worker. Um, so by all means on, there's going to be times that I will work late. I will um, put in the work. I'll do the extra project. Absolutely. Because that's who I am. I think that that's part of what the work that we do. And at the same time, I'm also going to draw boundaries around that and what that looks like and what that affects. And, you know, by all means, if my son has outside of COVID, uh, his Christmas preschool presentation or whatever program, like that's a line that I'm going to draw. Like I'm not missing that. And so I think it's important to just continue to know that you can be flexible. And so, yes, while you're that person that maybe needs to get up and work out and, you know, do all these things to take care of yourself and set those lines, you may have a friend in crisis and you may drop that stuff for a few days to help your friend. So I think, again, it's just finding, it's not giving up all these areas. Like I remember talking to somebody um, not too long ago about like, basically boundaries and feeling like you don't want to lose that part of who you are, if that's who you are. Right. And so it's like, how can you still show up as that person and still be, you know, empathetic and the person that's, you know, going to answer the phone for you at two in the morning. Like you, you want those people in your life, but how can you do that and also take care of yourself at the same time? And is that other person going to do that for you too? And I think it's it's like the sense of responsibility. Like, I think there's the people pleasing. And it's also a lot of people have that like sense of responsibility. Like it's all like, I have to, whether it's like the well being of others or like feeling like nobody else will do it. Or like, whether it's like, I don't know, grounded in like fact, like childhood experiences or trauma, like the need to be a, a caregiver, or maybe you were parentified and took care of like the adults, right? Like, it's like almost like an in, innate, like this ink, like this innate need to take care and be responsible for everything and all things. Part of it would be like kind of the, so we're saying like the process of like working towards setting boundaries to be reflecting on that and working through that and the belief, like the belief of needing to take on that responsibility and knowing that like you said, like there's, it's not black and white and you can take on responsibilities while you don't sacrifice everything. Well, I think in, you just had this, thought resonate with me that it's important to know that like, as you're doing that, if those are the things that we believe that we're this person's only outlet or, you know, we're this person, this person needs us. That's also not giving the other person credit for like being able to solve their own problems and have people in their support network, like to find other solutions. Like, I think that it actually gives other people more credit when we set boundaries too. And that it's not all you, like you're not going to save the world and you're not going to be somebody's like hero in every situation. So it can be empowering, I think, for even how we perceive other people, mm-hmm. you know? And something I want to talk about, like in addition to setting boundaries with others, like friends, family work is like setting boundaries with ourselves. And I mean, you can do this. I mean, it could be applied to like, all different circumstances, but I think I'm just thinking to myself, like, and we may have talked about this, but I like, I over-function. I do, I work a lot. And so my boundary with myself, it's not even work. Like, it's not even like with my employer or like, <laughs> it's with myself. Like I have a hard time saying no to things. And 
for me, I think sometimes it's like if an opportunity comes up or, um, I don't know, like I could be doing more, you know, for this project and then I'll just, I mean, but we could always be doing more. So something I've had to learn to do is like set boundaries with myself and like acknowledge that work will be there tomorrow. That is not the most important thing for me. So it's like, can again, connecting to my values and kind of, um, I guess like reaffirming why I'm doing something and then also what's important to me and then holding myself accountable. And that part's hard sometimes, but so it's also sending, setting boundaries within yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I'm the same way. And I think it's the same foundation, right? The way that you set them with other people, it's the same idea as, as how you incorporate that with yourself. I think what makes it harder is you're in a relationship with yourself. So it's so easy to be like, it's fine. I'll just take this on because you're the only one suffering. So you'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but again, it I think it comes down to, like you said, like your, your values, your energy, uh, your time, like, and I, I know other people have to relate to this or I'm crazy, but I've been like a to-do list maker since I was in high school and that list never is done. And so like you said, there's always going to be time tomorrow. And I think at some point you just, you have to draw those lines and set those boundaries with yourself and your time. Otherwise, like you're going to find yourself living constantly in the future and like never being present. And right. That's that whole, and we can do a whole other episode on this, but like mindfulness and grounding and being in the moment and um, that could be avoiding. (laughs) So I think it's just really like kind of getting comfortable sitting with yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think we touched on a few things that I would just want to kind of like highlight from this conversation is like the, well, being able to reflect and recognize when you may need to be more, um, assertive and set boundaries. So we mentioned like feeling drained or tired or um, like just filling everyone else's cup and not, and not really filling up yours or giving the same love. um, Taking on other people's feelings. Yeah. And then just like how this, it can be applied to all relationships and situations like family and friends and work and within yourself and Again, I think it's, if, if anything's going to motivate you, it's what's important to you. Yeah. I like that. I think it's just kind of coming back to your values and what's important to you. Thanks so much for joining us and listening to Influencing You on Boundaries. We hope that you found some key takeaways and we just really appreciate you. Again, you can find us on Instagram at Not Your Basic Influencers. Have a great day.